What's going on, everybody? It is Dustin Cunningham here, coming at you with the first ever episode of the Dustin Cunningham Podcast. Now, I know you're probably asking yourself, what is the Dustin Cunningham Podcast? Well, listener, let me tell you. The Dustin Cunningham Podcast is the the podcast that Dustin Cunningham does. It is where I come to give my opinions on the things that I feel like I should give my opinions about, like like movies and TV and video games and sports and just general things that I find fascinating. And I'm going to have a few of my friends tag along with me on this little adventure that I'm doing, but but until then... What I wanted to talk about here tonight, today, evening, whatever time of the day you are listening to this, is I wanted to talk about the NBA playoffs, <clears throat> which at the moment, as we speak, we are deep, deep into the first round of the NBA playoffs. At this very moment on the TV behind me, we have the... the, 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 the blanking here. We have the Houston Rockets taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder in Game 3. And I gotta say, man, just about this series in general, it just doesn't look like Oklahoma City... I mean, I mean what I'm about to say isn't a, a revelation to anybody who's been paying attention to basketball at all this season, but it just it doesn't look like Oklahoma City has the team to pull it off. Like, they've got the player. They've got the guy. Russell Westbrook is arguably one of the best all-around players in the NBA. A little selfish from time to time, as you know, you saw in that 51-point game he put up the other night in Game 2 against Houston, which they still managed to lose. But Oklahoma City, you know, they've definitely got the guy that you want to build your team around. But with the exit of Kevin Durant last offseason going to Golden State, it just doesn't seem... They don't. They just. They don't have the team to really make a run into the playoffs, and especially not a run to win a title. Now, <clears throat> Houston, on the other hand, you've got James Harden. You've got James Harden. You've got um, uh, Patrick Beverly at the point. I think they're a team who. I think they're a team who can definitely make. They can make some noise in the playoffs once they get past Oklahoma if once they get past Oklahoma City and if they can get past them healthy. Because they get out of this series and they're either going to take on San Antonio or Memphis, more likely San Antonio, and I think that's a definite proving ground for them if they do face if when they likely face San Antonio in the second round. Who is Currently, like I said, currently facing Memphis in the first round. They've got a 2-1 lead. Things seem to be going their way in the first two games. They jumped up 2-0, and and then they went down, went up to Memphis, I guess, geographically. San Antonio is below Memphis, I guess. Um, but they went on over to Tennessee to play the to play the Grizzlies at home for Game Three, and and man, did did Memphis show up in that game? I mean, what was it? It was a it was a what 20 point. At least 20-point win, right? Game 3, San Antonio. Oh, excuse me. San Antonio versus Memphis. 
here we go. Pulling the score up right now. Yeah, one oh, not not that bad. 105-94-11. You know, San Antonio was able to pull it close towards the end of that game, but that is something that I'm noticing in these. That's something I've I've noticed, and I think obviously a lot of people have probably noticed in the playoffs is the inconsistency of some of these teams. You know, you saw San Antonio. I mean, I wouldn't say. Um. Well, you know, excuse me. <laughs> the inconsistency, the inconsistency of some of these teams, like I was saying, just because you had San Antonio and Memphis, and you had San Antonio in it, you had. I'm gonna get this sentence out, guys. You had San Antonio in Game One, who won by about 30 points. It was 111 to 82. Then you had them in Game Two. You know, not not as wide of a margin in Game Two, but still. Uh, a noticeable victory for them. You know, it was a 14-point win. And then they come into... They go into Memphis in Game 3, and I mean, I don't want to say that, you know, they shat the bed, because it's not like Memphis is a bad team. I mean, obviously, you make the playoffs, you're doing something right. I, You know, you make the playoffs, you're doing something right, I imagine. Um, But just the way they kind of... I don't know. I just, to me, I feel like San Antonio should have been in and out of this series in four games, the same way that the same way that it looks like Golden State and Cleveland are going to get out of their series, just sweeping the sweeping the opponent that they're clearly better than. But I don't know. It just seems like uh, from looking at Game Three between the Spurs and the Grizzlies, it really just seems like San Antonio is they're just kind of. They're not realizing their full potential of how good of a team they really are. Where, I mean, like I said, this was a series they could have easily had done in four. You know, I think at this point, they'll it'll be a five-game series. I think San Antonio will come in in game four and definitely show everybody that they're not a team to be doubted. That we are a team that could potentially go head-to-head with Golden State in the Western Conference Final and really make a play for a title. Uh, but speaking of Golden State... They're up two. They're up two games to none against Portland, and the 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 series. It's been competitive. Portland definitely hasn't just rolled over and let Golden State take them down or anything. But you know, it is a thing of like, you know, it's it's you know, you don't want to get beaten up or not. Well, I guess beaten up's not the right word, but you don't want to get you don't want to get embarrassed if you're Portland. But I mean, it's not like. It's not like they really have a chance to beat Golden State. You know, game one, 121-109, and then you had game two with the score of 110-81, which I guess <laughs> I guess is a bit of a blowout. You know, what is that, 90? It's about 30 points. Um, but, you know, they've... They were able to... They were... I don't know. I guess I guess I was incorrect in saying that they're keeping the game competitive. If you get blown out by about... Tw- if you get blown out by 29 points, that's not really competitive, but... I guess, I don't know, I guess I'm not as informed as I thought I was. I saw the first quarter of that game, and Portland was hanging in there, but it looks like Golden State did what Golden State does, and they were able to pull away and really show everybody that, hey, even without Kevin Durant, we can still ball out. Uh, Speaking of Kevin Durant, what is it? I believe that they're not sure if he's going to be back for Game 3, and... If I'm Golden State, I might just sit Kevin Durant for the rest of this series and wait 
to see who they're going to you know wait till the second round to bring him back so you know he can come back hopefully 100% for their hopefully 100% um, against whether they play Clip the Clippers, the Los Angeles Clippers, or the Utah Jazz. Who? Whom? Who? What's the correct pronunciation? Or not pronunciation, but the correct word to use there. Um, Clippers. The Clippers. Why do I keep saying that? Um, the, the LA Clippers are the Utah Jazz, who are currently tied at one game apiece, going into game three, which is currently at the half. I believe Utah has about a 12-point lead over the Clippers right now. Let me take a real quick... Look here. Yeah, halftime. The Jazz are up 58-49 over the Clippers. And man, the Clippers are just I don't know. I don't know what the Clippers are because they have I mean, on paper, this is a team that should be competing for championships, right? I mean, you have Chris Paul, you have Chris Paul, you have Kevin, I mean, excuse me, Kevin Durant. I mean, you don't have Kevin Durant. I'm looking at Kevin Durant's articles here at Google. I was looking him up a second ago. But you have Chris Paul, you have Blake Griffin, and you have DeAndre Jordan, which is, I mean, <clears throat> you want to talk about big threes in the NBA right now. I mean, they got to be top, what, top five at least? At the bare minimum? I mean, you got a lot of talent on that team, and they just can't seem to pull it together to win. They always seem, it always seems like, you know, come playoff time, the Clippers go into this shell and they just, they don't want to play or they just, maybe, maybe they're, maybe they're fool's gold. Maybe that's what the Clippers are just destined to be, a team that in the regular season, you know, they look really good and all, but they just can't really pull anything to get, they can't pull it all together come postseason to really make, to make good what you saw in the regular season. But, uh, yeah, it's real. I think it's a it's a real unfortunate situation for the Clippers. Is I mean, I think this is I think the I think the Utah series. I think their series with Utah could be one. You know, it could potentially go six, seven games if uh, they're able to really work out the problems. Which, <laughs> which I mean, I don't really know what the problems are because, like I said, there's a lot of talent on that Clippers team, but things just don't seem to work out for them in the playoffs. Um, but. You know, ultimately, I do see them. I see Utah, you know, pulling it out and going on to play. I believe, get Golden State. That's you know, Golden State in the second round. I mean, I don't think it really matters much who comes out of this series because likely Golden State is. I think Golden State's likely going to make it to the Western Conference Final, possibly without a loss, and that's when it's just going to be interesting to see if they play Houston or San Antonio. You know, barring some kind of miracle upsets in the series that they're in, in the series that they're in against uh, Oklahoma City and Memphis, respectively. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how the West plays out. Or it's going to be interesting to see how one half of the West plays out. Because I think we all know how the West is going to play out, likely with Golden State going um, to the NBA Finals against, well, against, let's let's dive into the East. We, uh... <clears throat> earlier tonight we had Boston and Chicago in game three after after the Boston Celtics drops two dropped games one and two in Boston to the eight seeded Chicago Bulls. Now <clears throat> the Bulls they're they're much better than an eight seed. You know, obviously they had their ups and downs throughout the regular season, but when you really boil it down, you have a team with Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade, and 
you know, you didn't see a lot of Rondo in the regular season really doing what he can do, but you saw in game two when he came out and just put on a show and he looked like Rajon Rondo back when he was a Celtic when they won when he won that title, I believe, what was it, back in 08. And uh, it's real unfortunate that uh, that he got hurt. You know, he's probably going to miss the rest of this series. And the way things look, after the way the Celtics played tonight, it looks like they finally figured everything. It looks like they were just, looks like they're, they're figured, it looks like they figured it out after that 104-87 victory. And they could cruise to four straight wins to win this series in six. Uh, which, I mean... I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I just. I. I. I didn't really buy in on the Celtics even in the regular season. I think Isaiah Thomas is a really great player. Uh, you know, they have a lot of. They. They have a lot of great. Uh, really good talent. A lot of great talent on that team. When you think about it, uh, you know, you got Drake, Jay Crowder, uh, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and even their bench, with a. Uh, uh, how do you say that guy's name? Jerebko. Jerebko. But uh. Yeah, I mean, I think it's Jonas Jerebko. I believe I'm saying that wrong, but I don't know, man. I just don't think the Celtics are as good as they're being hyped up to be. And <coughs> excuse me, you know, let's say they are able to make it. Let's say they are able to, you know, come back, win this series, advance to the next round. Odds are they're playing a Washington team that's going to be fresh off of a sweep from the Atlanta Hawks. Which which hurts me to say, being a Hawks fan, but uh, you know, if you've seen either one of those two games they played, John Wall is uh, John Wall is John Wall. I mean, what else can you say about that? <laughs> he he's a beast. He, he man, I just <laughs> John Wall is probably probably what the third, probably no, maybe the second best player in the playoffs from the Eastern Conference right now. You know, LeBron being number one, and I'd say it's a close race for second between him and uh, the Greek freak Giannis. Um, but yeah, likely we're looking at, you're looking at either Chicago pulling the upset and losing to Washington, or Boston, you know, finally, you know, or Boston bringing it together to <coughs> come back uh, from two down and win the series to go lose to Washington, who I think is on their way to the Eastern Conference Final. Uh, we moved down a little bit. We've got Toronto and Milwaukee. Uh, the Bucks seem to be legit. Um, I mean, I, I will definitely find that out for sure. Sh- we'll definitely find out how legit they are if they advance to the next round when they take on Cleveland, who is going to sweep Indiana tomorrow. Uh, really not a lot to say about that series. Indiana's kept it competitive. You know, Paul George has done has done everything that he can to try to to win a game, but... You know, LeBron. LeBron does LeBron in the playoffs, and they win games, man. And uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to see if, when, I guess, when Indiana gets swept, going into the off season, just what does Paul George do? Because what I believe he's under contract for is he under contract for another year, or is contract up at the end of this one? Paul George contract. Let's make. Sh- Let's take a look. See here, what is Paul George doing? Duh, 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 duh. Won't commit to new Pacers contract. Well, that is not what Larry Bird wants to hear. Let's see. Sixteen, seventeen. Is that where we are right now? Yeah. So this, what we got, two years left on this contract. Hmm. One of those. Let's see. We got a free. 
He's got a player option. Okay, I see, I see, I see. But it's going to be real interesting to see what Paul George does after this, you know, is he? Cause I don't see this guy staying in. I don't see this guy staying in Indiana in in Indiana any longer than he has to, because they just can't com- they can't compete unless they really go out and make some big moves to sign some free agents or some do something in the draft. But you know, Cleveland's gonna sweep them. They're gonna move on, and it looks like Milwaukee might beat Toronto in five games, and that's going to be a real interesting series. If it happens, you know, we don't know. They're only up 2-1 over Toronto, but it's going to be real interesting to see Milwaukee against Cleveland because that's the real testing, the, the real battleground for Milwaukee to see what kind of team are you? Are you really, are you everything that we saw that you were against Toronto, or were you just playing a Toronto team that might be a little overhyped? And then when you go up against the defending champions of the NBA, LeBron James and his Cleveland Cavaliers, are you going to shrink or are you going to rise to the occasion? But I do. I, I, I think we are headed towards uh, Washington-Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals and likely San Antonio and Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. And I think I, I think it's it's going to be interesting, you know. Uh, you know, most of me likes to think that we are going to get you know Golden State, Cleveland three, which I think is what I think that's what a lot of people want because they want you know you want to see the, the the rubber match. You know, Golden State's got a championship over them, and Cleveland's got a championship over them, and you want to see them you know battle it out for the supremacy of of the over the past three years, but. You know, it definitely, <laughs> I don't think it would hurt to see, you know, maybe Washington pull an upset in the Eastern Conference Final and finally take a LeBron James-led team out of the NBA Finals for the first time in, what, eight or nine years. No, not eight or nine years, what, 2011? So, what, six, seven years, something like that? Ever since he went to Miami, they were there for four years. So, what, six, seven years. Excuse me for doing wrong math, but... <laughs> but then again, when you're as good as LeBron is, I guess there's a reason. I mean, I guess there's a reason when you're as good as LeBron is that you're in the finals every year. Um, it's gonna be an interesting. It's gonna be an interesting postseason to see uh, exactly. Just to see to see exactly what happens. I mean, like I said, you got Chicago right now up two one over Boston, but they seem to be figuring everything out and they, they look like they're gonna get in the driver's seat in that series and move on. Washington definitely prob definitely probably gonna sweep Atlanta unless they're able to muster something up tomorrow in game three. Um it looks like Milwaukee is gonna take Toronto in five or six. Uh Cleveland's sweeping Indiana. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I think San Antonio will get back on the horse. Finish that series out in five. Uh, Right now, I believe Oklahoma City is up. Oklahoma City is up 98-92 with 9.15 left in the fourth. Uh, You know, maybe they'll steal a game, but there's still a lot of time left for James Harden to do what James Harden does and get the Rockets back back in the lead of that series to put them up 3-0, but, uh, yeah, I, I see Houston winning that one and probably five, assuming OKC holds onto the lead tonight. 
Clippers in Utah. That game's back. The Clippers are down 10 with about 8.50 left in the third. I got I got Utah taking that one in six. And then, of course, you have the the uh, <clears throat> the superest of super teams, Golden State, up two games against Portland. I got them closing that one out in four. And, uh, yeah, those are just, uh, just my quick little take on the NBA playoffs and everything right now. You know, once we move on to the second round, I'll... I'll uh, probably rescind all of my comments that I just made and change my opinions based on everything that's happened. But uh, <clears throat> it's going to be an interesting playoffs, definitely, because I think for the first time in a while, you really have a uh, you have a team in the East that it looks like they might be able to compete with LeBron, and that would to compete against LeBron, and that it looks like the it really looks like the Wizards could be a legit threat. And, I mean, the same over in the West. I mean, the West is always a little more competitive than the East has been in the past few years. You have San Antonio and potentially Houston. I mean, I mean, I think don't sleep on Houston. They could potentially make a run just depending on how everything falls for them. But, like I said, I think it's going to be an interesting NBA playoffs. And if you guys, you know, listen to me, if you guys just sat through me, you know, I guess you could call this a breakdown. Uh, but if you if you guys sat through me rambling about the NBA playoffs, I want to appreciate it. I, I want to appreciate it. I want to let you know that I appreciate it. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And until next time, I've been Dustin Cunningham. And uh, this is Dustin Cunningham Show. Peace out.